welcome to Silk Digital Marketing Mastery, your go-to podcast for elevating your digital marketing success as a female business owner. I'm your host, Sam, founder of Silk Digital, with over six years of experience working with clients from startups to established brands. Each week, my guests and I will provide insider knowledge and expert guidance on social media, email marketing, digital advertising, and more. On this show, you can expect to learn how to create irresistible marketing messages that connect with your dream customers, establish an unbreakable brand identity that they can't help but trust, and develop a holistic approach to your marketing that supports your business goals. I know that as a female entrepreneur, you face unique challenges when it comes to building your brand and growing your business. That's why I'm here to provide you with the tools, strategies, and insights you need to take control of your marketing and achieve your goals. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, this podcast is for you. Get ready to learn, be inspired, and take your digital marketing game to the next level. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Silk Digital Marketing Mastery Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, then hello, welcome. I'm your host, Sam, and I'm really excited to have you tuning in today. I wanted to give you a bit of a marketing 101 lesson in today's app and really teach you the framework, the holistic marketing framework that I use and I teach my clients. Now, this is like really the essence of marketing. And if you're able to get an understanding of this framework and apply it into your marketing, you will see a difference. It will make things so much easier. I promise you that because you're moving people through the framework, which is essentially like a customer journey. So the biggest thing I see a lot of brands do when it comes to their marketing is they're either just focusing on selling all the time and assuming that their audience or their target audience already knows that they exist and know what they do. And they're just asking people to buy from them. Now, this is a problem if we think of the analogy, you wouldn't ask somebody to marry you on the first date. It's the same principle. So we have this framework in place to really get your audience's attention and nurture them, build that trust, create that relationship, and then go in and ask them for the sale or ask them to marry you. (laughs) So I'll take you through this step, these steps. And again, this is the framework that I apply to my own business, to my clients and exactly the framework that I teach my consulting clients as well, so they can apply it to their own business. I also have a little downloadable for you as well. Now, if you're like me, I am a visual learner. And so I do love to listen to podcasts and obviously love to record them and talk. But I think for me, what really helps me is having some sort of resource or document or something more visual that I can also refer to. So I've created a bit of a downloadable document for you If you head to the show notes, you'll be able to download it for free, of course. And basically, it just takes you through the process again, but in a more visual way. And I think it'll really help once you listen to this episode and then you'll have the resource there to refer back to. It just makes things a lot clearer and hopefully makes things click for you. And you'll be able to refer back to it if you you need a refresher or anything like that, rather than having to sit through another whole episode. So before we actually get into the framework itself, I want to explain to you what holistic marketing framework or approach is. So essentially, this is a multi-channel marketing approach. And basically what it does is we kind of zoom out of your marketing and we're not just focusing on one singular channel like 
posting on Instagram or posting on TikTok or just running ads. We're zooming out so we can zoom in. And basically what this is, is it's an approach that integrates different platforms to enhance your visibility, maintain consistent brand messaging. And rather than treating each one separately, each channel separately, we are looking at them as basically this big old system that like is all connected and works together to ultimately get you a much better result. So we are focusing on different channels, you know, such as your social media advertising, as well as organic content, your email marketing, you know, website, and even in-store experiences as well, where by doing this, we are actually creating a much more unified brand with yet consistent messaging and Overall, that just gives a much better experience for your customers and it's going to help you get a better result because it's making, it's simplifying things. It's making things clear from the start and people are seeing your message over and over and over and over again on different platforms. We have to remember too, like why this approach is so important is because all of your customers, although some of them may have very similar pain points and desires, they still have an appetite, a different appetite for the way that they consume content, or they have different online behaviors and preferences. So it is important to be across different platforms and channels based on maybe how one person would like to receive an email from you, whereas somebody else is happy to just follow you on TikTok and consume your content that way. Well, for you, you still have the same end goal where you want them to be customers, but it could just be they have different appetites in the way they like to consume your content. So that is why it is important to have a presence across all of these platforms. Now that can probably seem overwhelming, which I get. You're like, I can't even do social media posting at the moment. How am I supposed to run ads and also send out emails? I get it. It feels like a lot, but the way that I teach my clients is you have one piece of content. We can repurpose that across all of the different platforms Yes, we still have to make some tweaks and changes to it, but in essence, it's still the same core messaging because that's the whole point. We want the messaging to be consistent and the same and then apply that across these these platforms. So I also think there is this mindset that, oh, I shouldn't be doing too much. I, sh- I shouldn't be focusing on all these different channels. But then on the other side of that, you're wondering why you're not growing. So it's kind of like, what one do you want to do? Do you want the growth? you'll have to make the effort and put in the time. And if you can't do that, outsource it or find somebody that can help you. Or if you're happy, just keep it on, keep it on with what you're doing, then don't complain when, you know, your brand's not growing because you're only half-assing a few Instagram posts. I say that all with love too. If you're not going to follow this approach, it really could lead to so many missed opportunities for not only building strong connections and, as I said, achieving results, but actually just being an agile business that, you know, when changes come, like if we look at COVID, for example, when that happened, so many brands had to quickly pivot onto building an online presence because originally they were probably like, social media doesn't work for my business or, you know, it's not the way I want to do run my business. But now they've had to adapt to that. So having these almost like safe, safeguards in place, because again, I say if Instagram was to no longer exist or you lost access to your account and your whole business was focused on that, then you've pretty much got to start again. So it really is important to take this holistic marketing approach to just really safeguard your business, future-proof it, and actually 
build a successful business. With that all being said, let's get into the framework. Now, the framework is made up of three stages, which includes attract, nurture, and convert. Now, we first want to obviously attract our target audience. The purpose of this stage is to get the attention from our target audience and basically just let them know that, hey, you exist. This is done by creating content that can be either aspirational, controversial, or that builds connection. For example, if you want to get attention, you could post a controversial video of yourself on TikTok that talks about a topic that you disagree with in your industry, but it's a topic that most other people agree with. So something that's going to ruffle a few feathers in your industry because you know everyone has this outlook, but you're like, actually, I disagree with that. And here's what I think. And here's why. I promise you, if it's something wild like that, people will definitely be attracted to watching that, whether it's they love it and agree or they hate it and disagree. It's all about getting the attention. And what's that saying? Any publicity is good publicity, right? That is the same thing when it comes to content on social media. If you're wanting to do something more aspirational, that is a bit more fluffier. And again, it's still going to get the attention of people. And, you know, I'm all about that lifestyle factor. So showing more of an aspirational vibe where it's, let's just say you're a brand that sells skin products and it's a video of you talking about how showing you making this delicious, healthy smoothie and you're like looking all snatched and glowy and beautiful and you know I mean essentially it's because of the skincare but people are going to look at it and be like oh my god what's your secret you know so I feel like that would get the attention of people because they want to look like that they want to be healthy and fit and beautiful and glowing so that is definitely more of like the aspirational vibe the platforms that I would use for this stage are organic social media channels such as TikTok and Instagram. Now, just beware with Instagram. I've mentioned this on my own Instagram, but your organic reach is not going to be great, not as good as it will be on TikTok. So while Instagram can be used as a attract stage platform, I do and will forever highly recommend focusing on TikTok first for your content because you'll have a much wider reach. You can also use paid ads for this stage. However, again, I don't recommend getting into ads until you have nailed and you feel comfortable and confident and you're seeing results with your organic strategy because ads is just going to amplify whatever you're doing online. So if you're not doing much organically, don't expect your ads to do much. But down the track, it is definitely a strategy in terms of being able to attract your audience. So That is the attract stage. We then move on to the nurture stage. Now, at this stage, obviously, we want to nurture the relationship that we have started to create with our audience. We want to build that trust and drive the engagement as well. So, in this stage, you really want to post yourself and share yourself as a brand authority, you know, that you're the go-to brand in your industry basically taking people that are kind of interested in you and really turning them into like raving fans that are like, I'm ready to buy from this brand because I love them so much. I've built this connection and this relationship. I feel like I get them and they get me. So to be able to do this and really one, build the authority and trust with your audience, you want to share content that is 
going to help them to get to know you as well. So that can be done through, and again, going back to the lifestyle element, we want to, you know, show yourself using or taking the products that you sell or through user generated content or, um, creator content. Influencer content is a bit, eh, there's blurred lines between there, but I would go for the more user generated style content if you're going to go down that path again, because it's for that lifestyle reason, but really showing the benefits or how this or how your product solves a problem or meets the desired desires or needs of your customers. Again, you really need to know these things about your audience before you can kind of start creating content on this. And this is the kind of stuff that I would go over with you in our one-on-ones because we're going to really dive deep in getting to know exactly who your audience is. So when it comes to this style of stuff, you know, okay, well, their desire is to look beautiful and have all this confidence and be able to go makeup free because right now they're in the position where they have acne and they really hate even going to social events. So they have this desire, you've identified this desire, so you can create content around that desire that's going to show how your product creates that desire, if that makes sense. We can use content, obviously, across TikTok and Instagram for this stage. Instagram and Instagram stories are really helpful in nurturing because I've spoken about this before where, yeah, Instagram reaches down and we are able to really build that connection with people that are already following us and aware of us through Instagram. TikTok, obviously, TikTok just applies to everything. That's why we love it. And then email marketing comes into this stage too, as well as advertising. So you have a lot of opportunity at this stage to really nurture your relationship with your audience. And then that would then lead into the next stage where we're wanting to convert them. So this is obviously our main goal here is to make a sale. Now we don't want to be super salesy all the time and be like a sleazy car salesman where we are just selling the features of the product. I'll use a skincare example again. When we are talking about the features versus the benefits, people don't care about the fancy ingredients that are in your skincare products or in your supplements. They don't know anything about those ingredients. They just want to know what the product can do for them. So again, this is where we focus on showing off the benefits and how your product solves these problems or meets your audience's desires. Again, you've got to know this stuff about your audience before you can create content on it. It will make such a difference in the actual result of your content. At this stage too, it's really good to include in your content any anticipations or questions or objections that could potentially come up with your audience. For example, you know, it might be a financial barrier. So I can't afford it right now or I'll do it later. I'm too busy. Put this kind of stuff into your content and it's just going to help your target audience consume it and know that you've answered their questions and objections. And so they kind of have no excuse not to buy now. It's like they're, they're ready. You've removed any barriers from them potentially not purchasing. Another great way to create content in this stage is also giving them a glimpse of what you're selling. You know, this could be good for a service-based brand or even for a product-based. It could be like teasing new arrivals. We're looking at the transformation of the product or service that you're selling. So, for example, we could have a swimwear brand and they have a customer that was super worried about buying a bikini top because it was more expensive, but she was so tired of spending money on cheaper alternatives, but she just felt like she was buying 
more cheaper alternatives and not being satisfied with the fit. So when she come into the store or bought something online through the fitting system, she was able to find her perfect fit. It fitted correctly and she's only had to invest in one top. But by doing so, now she feels so much more confident and she's excited to go to the beach with her kids and not just hiding away because she can't find a swim, a bikini top that makes her feel comfortable and confident. So you can kind of see if we're going into a bit more detail there where we're identifying, yes, there was a concern with the cost of buying the bikini top, but it's relatable in the sense where I'm sure so many other customers have had that experience where they've ended up spending more money on cheaper items and still not being satisfied. But she's found her fit, she's feeling more confident, and she's being able to actually go and spend time and do things that she loves doing with her children because of that. I mean, if I was in that target audience and I wanted to be able to go spend time with my kids at the beach and it was a bikini top that was really holding me back, I would be wanting to buy getting on that website and buying it like that. So showing the transformation in a lot more detail and depth than just, hey, this person lost 10 kilos or, hey, this chick's really happy now because she's got a cute top. Like, yeah, that's not very impactful. In this stage two, we can be slightly more promotional and I don't like to say salesy, but more direct. So this could be, you know, 20% off store wide or buy one, get one free and doing this through ads, emails, and your organic content. So all three again, but I want to remind you with this content, as I mentioned before, you should be focusing on selling your product or service as a unique solution. So show in your content, how your brand solves the problems or it meets the desires or needs of your target audience. And you have to know this information about your audience really before you can execute this stuff. I mean, you can do it without knowing, but you are probably not going to see a great result. I have mentioned the other platforms that you can utilize. And because it is a holistic approach, we do want to implement more than just the one platform. So we want to focus on not just Instagram, not just TikTok, or not just running ads. We want the whole kit and caboodle. But I will say you need to have your organic content down pat. You need to have the confidence and you need to be seeing results with your content before you should go into investing into advertising or even running and keeping up with regular emails. And all that stuff will come with time and practice, but you just have to nail your organic content because that is the foundation to everything. And honestly, content is... It's here to stay. It's not like back in the day where we were running Facebook ads and we were able to get an amazing result because that was just how the platform worked back then. We didn't have to be posting every single day on the platform or we didn't have to be creating video content. It was just running ads, but that's the old way of really doing social media. And if you do want to see any results with your business and really taking advantage of social media and being online and digital marketing, you do need to have an organic strategy and a strong presence before you can go jumping into any other avenue of advertising. I hope this episode was able to shed a bit more light on the foundations and the framework of holistic marketing. And don't forget to jump in and download the 
free document that will, again, really reiterate everything I've spoken about and just break it down in a more visual way because we love the visuals. I'm a visual learner. If you did enjoy today's episode, please make sure to share it on your Instagram stories and don't forget to tag me at silkdigital underscore because I really love seeing that you're all enjoying these episodes and I'm also always interested to see who is actually listening because I can see that there's people tuning in each week, but I want to know who you are. So thank you again. And I will chat to you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget, you can learn more about my free resources that will help you scale your business by going to my website, www.silkhyphendigital.com.au. And you can always find the links and resources mentioned in today's episode over there too. I would love for you to come say hi over on Instagram at silkdigital underscore. Thanks so much and I'll see you in the next episode.